I've always helped people remember who they are and feel into their power, feel into what their gifts and their skills are. I've really helped people let go of what no longer serves them and transform that into fuel for their mastery, for, for them to shift their life into the positive. The magic happens when you can hear your heart sing, literally hear your heart sing. I just want you to know you were born for this, that you have everything you need to really do you this lifetime. So let's get started. Let's make magic together. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, all you wonderful light bearers, light workers, star seeds, angelic beings, those who are seeking the path of truth and walking your destiny. I'm so excited to see you all here. We're going to have a very interesting time today. We are not only going to be talking about how you can stay calm, cool, and collected while we go through the lion's gate and all these changes happening on the planet, we're also going to find out how we can use some secret tools like traveling out of the matrix to the other side and connecting to all of these interdimensions and even a little touch of the cosmos. So we're going to, when I bring our guest on, you're going to love her as I do already. But meanwhile, just to tell everyone, I am your host, Joan of Angels. And I do this show really as a result of having lost everything years ago, way before it was fashionable, when I actually learned how to step into miracles, learned how to raise my vibrational frequency, and even how to remember my own mission and purpose. And ever since then, I have been assisting all of you guys to help remember why you're here, help you raise your vibrational frequencies. Why? So you could do what you came here to do. And as a chiropractor, guys, and I've been a channel for the divine beings, I also help you step into your mission and align your body, mind, and spirit for success. So I just want you to all know I'm a frequency alignment specialist, a medical intuitive, and a soul awakening specialist. So thanks so much for joining us. And if you're new to the channel, please like, subscribe, and share so you can step into your miraculous life with us. Now, I am very pleased to introduce you to our guest. But before I introduce you, Kelly Bird, I want us just to all take a deep breath together. Okay, so taking a deep breath in and letting it all out. And I think placing our hand on our heart right now, taking another deep breath in and letting it all out. Good. Sometimes it's really good to all come together like that. So I'm about to introduce you to Yasmin Ann Fernandez. She is a published author, a speaker, a clinical hypnotherapist, a meditation guide, Reiki master, medium, and she channels from the non-physical world. She accesses all dimensions so that she can share the wisdom to help humanity. She is vice president and on the board at the Yucca Valley Center for Spiritual Living, where I actually met her. I met her recently. She's worked with renowned psychics, Chuck Bergman and James Van Prague. She has a private practice as a life coach, and she's been working with clients for over 40 years. Her private sessions consist of using the best tools to fit you. She does intuitive readings. She helps her clients be empowered. An interesting thing about Anne is she was born and raised in a small village 
on the island of Trinidad and moved here in 1968. And so she's been learning from her own healing journey, how to heal herself through food, diet, exercise, journaling, and daily meditation. You can also find her talks on her YouTube channel, Wisdom Talks with Yasmin Ant. All right. And she's going to tell us all about her new book. She's going to tell us all about how she got to be the Wisdom Master Queen here. So, Anne, I'm very happy to see you. Welcome. Hi, thank you so much, Joan. I just want to say really quickly, when you said take a breath, you know, it's what I do every morning before I get out of bed. I take a deep breath and I say, thank you, thank you, thank you. And it just changes the energy for my day. I love that. I do that too. And I also will pull a card for my day. And I find that when I sit and I close my eyes and I pull a card and I think about reflect and I've asked spirit, what would you have me do today? Along with that breath, it really does change our whole frequency. So I appreciate that. So I'm so glad you're on the show. I have a lot of curiosity about you and like just I think I'm having the show on so I could get to know you better. <laughs> so how did you become this wisdom teacher, intuitive guide, spiritual life coach? Like what was your awakening? You know, great question, Joan, because I feel that everything that I do, everything that I am, whether it's for my own life journey or helping others on their life journey, it's all organic, meaning I never woke up one day and said, gee, I want to study this and I want to become a master of that. I was doing all of those things, even as a child, because I had no distractions where I grew up. It was all nature and a small village, small community. And I think that in itself allowed me to open up these channels and, and have downloads. So I think it all sort of happened organically. And then you know, over the years became stronger and stronger until I started sharing it uh, with, with others. So I can't think of a specific moment. Uh, I, I'm wondering if, if the whole, one of the whole purposes, I think, of you growing up in Trinidad in a small community that was already had a, more of a spiritual essence as, a, as opposed to our American way of life yeah. here that it really gave you the grounding you need to sort of see, it feels like it's part of your essence. Yes. Yes. It's you're right. It, it feels like I embodied everything that I do and that I teach and that I am. The funny thing is I'll have these amazing experiences and then I come out of it and my thinking mind wants to understand it. Right. The monkey mm -hmm. mind goes, what is that? What does that mean? And maybe a week or two later, something will show up in my outer world to confirm, it's okay, you're okay, what you just experienced, you're fine. <laughs> this is just a gift, you know, you just channeled something. So that's how it happens for me. It happens within, and then something in my outer world will show up to confirm what I've experienced. In other words, to confirm the messages that you're receiving. Yes, and yes. the direction that you're going. And so how does that work for you? You know, I know that you're an intuitive, you're a life coach, you're a medium. Like, what is your process then? Ah, 
<laughs> Great question. Well, you said you <laughs> wanted to share. Okay. I just want everyone to know this. Anne made a very profound statement when we got on, which is that she's ready to reveal some of the things <laughs> she's kept private about how she can travel interdimensionally and she can connect with other realms. And so she actually said, she sort of said, well, I brought it, I, I let it all out with my last interview, hint, hint. So here we are. Yes, yes. And, and actually, and actually something I haven't shared that, that happened in the last few months with anyone yet, I'll share today on your show, Joan. So um, I have to say that, that this journey, if you will, um, to other dimensions, other realms of existence, meeting spirit guides, which if I were to share, I'd probably have a room full. Um, and at any point I can just bring one into my awareness and they'll be right here talking to me, right in the room. Uh, now you understand why I didn't quickly share to just everyone, right? So I'm having a conversation. There's nobody standing there. So <laughs> at least. Oh! Okay. How many are in the room with you? Right so, now. Right, okay. So right now I have. So one of my guides that came to me when I was a child was Jesus. Not in the sense, the religious sense that people think of Jesus. It's more like he was, he told me that we all have Christ consciousness within us. And when he showed up, it was to awaken that in me so that I can teach others how to awaken that consciousness within them. So he's like my main, my main guy, so to speak. How old were you when he showed up? And like, did you tell I anyone? Seven. You... I was seven years old. You were seven yeah. years old when Jesus yeah. showed up. And did he come yeah. regularly or was it just? Yes. A... Yes. He came and regularly. consistent. Oh, yeah. And and, and along was... the way. So so that's when it started. And of course, you know, at seven, what do you say? Oh, that's cool. Right. You don't really do or say anything. But I would have these conversations with him. I'd go lay in the sugarcane fields, you know, after I did all my chores, like picking up cow dung in a bucket and mixing it with dirt to patch up my house in the village, which is the kind of house I lived in. And with no electricity, uh, water, I would have to bring everything in a bucket on my head, right? So the family could have water and things like that. So anyway, after I'd finished all my chores, I would go to the sugarcane fields and just lay there in the grass and look up at the sky. And I would have these conversations. Um, with him and it, just in general, just with whoever was listening. You know? And was that considered normal? Did your family know about it, that you'd be lying out there no. talking to Jesus? And <clears throat> nope, did not share any of that because it's, it's interesting when you grew up in a small community with no outside distractions, I didn't have things to compare it to, to judge it, to say it was right or wrong or don't share it. It just was. It was an experience I was having, if that makes sense. Um, it wasn't until I came to the States, to America, that then I realized that, oh, well, you don't share this and you can share that and this is okay and that's not okay. See, I grew up in a community, Joan, where my father was Muslim, my mother was Catholic, all the people around me were Hindus, and we celebrated everyone in the same household. You never really knew this one was Hindu, this one was, you never knew that. You just, you just celebrated together. Because in a small community, if you didn't do that, you wouldn't survive. 
you had to, to support each other, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel so blessed and so lucky to have had that, you know, growing up. And that's when I came here and years later, I went, you know, I am spiritual because when you start getting into religion and the dogma, it's like this one is against that one and you must believe this. And so spiritual, came, that's when the word spiritual came to me. Um, because you had been exposed to all three religions growing up. Right. And sure, and decided that you wanted to be. And what did, what did you actually decide when you said spiritual versus religion? What was that? And that was years later when I came to America and, you know, being thrown into a completely different lifestyle here as a teenager, 15 year old, no guidance, just here you go. <laughs> you know? where, where did you arrive, by the way, Anne? Miami, Miami airport. You came to Miami and did your family settle there or move to California? Yes. Well, we you settled in Miami for a couple of years. And then uh -huh. made our way out to California because we were told that people were much more open-minded and accepting here. So we journeyed to California. Five kids, mom and dad, and a station wagon. <laughs> so, Wow. <laughs> That's how they did it in those days. Okay. Right. That's right. Right. Back okay. So, you, so well, I sort of, this is very, very interesting. So you chose your own path. You walk your own path as a spiritual, yeah. spiritualist, spiritual life coach. And how did you start doing readings and your experience with James von Prague and, and as a medium? What is that about? Because I'm thinking that's how you're connecting to all these sure. beings that are in your house with right. you right now. So, yeah. So as, as a teenager, when we first came to Miami, I felt like I had lost a little bit of contact with this other world that I had. And that's when in my book that I, I wrote about my journey, I say, when you read the middle part of the book, it talks about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Meaning that as a teenager, I went off the path, so to speak. And there were times that I could have fallen off the, the edge, but there was something in the background within me of this spiritual thread that I think kept me safe and brought me back out to the other side. So years later, I came to California and uh, met my husband and had two children at the time. Anyway, it was during that period, so I was probably 20, 21, around that time, and in my 20s, that every single night, I would wake up at three o'clock. And now, granted, I had no idea about all the things that I know now, nothing. and this voice within me would go, well, if you want to go back to sleep, you would write. And I would argue because I'm groggy and I would say, well, what do you mean write? I'm not a writer. Well, if you want to go back to sleep, you'll write. So, so I would just start writing down just whatever came to my mind. Sometimes it would be a, a poem, a half a page, just stuff. And once I wrote, I could go right back to sleep. So I started to realize like, something somewhere some channel was open and there was some connection happening had no idea then all of a sudden uh people who passed that i knew i had some connection with i would be doing something completely different focused on doing laundry and someone would just pop in and say 
hi, I just came to say goodbye. It was so nice to know you. And I would stand there, you know, with my jaw dropped, like, okay. <laughs> so, so that and these are people you recognized. Yes. You were passing and they just stopped in to visit you. Yes. Yes. On their way out of town. Nice. Perhaps on their way out of town. I like that. And so that kept happening. And again, that was organic. I didn't ask for it. Now, um, a couple of years into that happening, um, I went with someone to, they were taking uh, photographs of a very famous medium back in the day. And I mean, back in the day. And um, as soon as she saw me, she grabbed my arm and she said, oh my God, you were born to be a medium. Let me take you under my wing. Let me train you. Let me, and of course not, I, I was afraid. I just stood back and I went, uh, okay, I'll connect with you later because it was so overwhelming, you know? Um, and I never connected with her. Who was but that, the, by the way? Oh my gosh, I wish I could remember her name. Okay. I just, I, I just, but she was one who could actually play Mozart and all the famous, uh, uh, you know, musicians. And she had never learned how to play piano or do any musical instruments. Um, so she would channel those people. She was like a trance channel. So yes. she, so how did you feel when she said to you, you're, you're, you're a medium? Like, what did I that was, do to you? I was overwhelmed. I was, what does this mean? Because I didn't know the details, uh, you know, of what all that would mean for me. So I didn't connect with her, but these experiences kept happening, right? Then, um, yeah. Yeah, then I started, uh, so my mom and a group of her friends it's like, hey, do you want to, I was always doing meditation. So meditation was just a natural thing for me. So I said, sure, I'll come over and do a little meditation with your friends. And then I found myself just saying, oh, let me just sort of put my hands over your body and scan your body. And, and then I would feel energy and see things. And so that was organic. I didn't know I was doing Reiki or energy work. I, was just I totally doing... understand. It ha okay, that happened for me too. Yeah. I discovered I could do laying on the hands and people got better. I got sick because I didn't even know what, you know, I had no idea, but yes, it was organic. So that's yeah. interesting. And so that, yeah. so you started to embrace now somehow you're a healer. But, but here was the thing though. I remember my mom's friend, um, as I had my hand over her chest, I saw all gray and there was this knowing that she was going to pass. And so I just walked away and I said, mom, is your friend okay? Oh yeah, she's fine. Well, within six months she died from lung cancer. And that scared the crap out of me. I was like, I don't wanna know when somebody's gonna die, what do I say to them? You know, Because I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have someone to say, it's okay. This is a gift. Here's how you can use it. You don't have to tell people, gee, you're going to pass next week, you know? <laughs> right. So when I was told that I, that I was psychic, I actually was terrified of that. It's like, oh, my God. And what happens if I see someone, something bad is going to happen in someone's future? How do you right. deal with that? So I find this really fascinating. So you didn't have to tell her she was right. going to die. Would you tell someone now that? There are things you can do to improve your health or? Yes. Yes, absolutely. So you just 
you know, say things and share things that would comfort them where they are right now and for the period of time. So obviously, right, I've learned since then by asking questions uh, that, no, you don't say, hey, by the way, you know, this is when you're going to leave this plane of existence. Um, so it's all about support. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things, by the way, I've come to really like and be comfortable with is when someone asks because they know that their journey is coming to an end. Um, I ask if they would allow me to be there with them to help them cross over. So um, I haven't had many people, but it's something that I feel very comfortable with because mm -hmm. I've gone to the other side so many times and I know so, how wow. amazing it is. Right? You're going to tell us, right, about yes, that. Yes, <laughs> you are going to tell us that, right? Yes. I, I think that's amazing. There's, there's such a need in, to help people transition yes. and to help people kind of feel how so many, I know friends whose family is afraid to let go. Yes. And I was very fortunate when my mom passed. I, I was 37 and we had the most amazing help for her and angel mm. music around her transition and, no, and she came wonderful. to my husband not me but it's i get how important this is yes of course it, it really is um and and again i feel lucky growing up in an environment where when my grandmother died who i was very close to her coffin was in the living room we ate sandwiches told stories while she's laying in the coffin we you know sang songs so I've never, to me, life and death, it's, it's, it's all one, right? So what a beautiful, your culture, your background has given you such a wise perspective, which is where I think why you call yourself a wisdom teacher, for sure. Yes. So, yes. so you said you've had near, uh, you've had experiences beyond the veil. Let's just yes. start there. I was about yes. to say near-death experiences, but you didn't actually say you've had near-death experiences. Right. So now let's talk about that. Sure. And by the way, I just want to say that um, something I have learned is there never, there never was a veil. There is no veil. And it's only our thinking mind that, that makes it so. That there is absolutely no separation, whatever, between this 3D world and all dimensions. It's, wow. it's just changing our perspective, our perception, shifting your perception. That's what it is. And I am only sharing, Joan, what my journey has been about, what I've learned. So it might be different for other people, but I just want to share truthfully what uh, my journey has been about. And so I was shown that there is no veil. That was going to be the title of my next book. <laughs> there is no veil. Um, but so what started has happening. There always been, has there always been no veil or just have we always. For me. Is it, was the veil never there at yes. all? Right. Okay. Right. But all of us, including myself, right? All of us, we come from backgrounds where that's what we were taught. We, we all were taught that there's some kind of separation. But right. once you journey through the matrix and out to the other side, and I'll go back and detail a little bit about that, 
and uh, going through the tunnel to the other side, which I have been to, um, then you really recognize that we can go wherever we want. We are free to travel, to journey. Um, I have gone back to different past lives and gotten some information there and bring it back here. Um, wow. Okay, so where do I begin? So I keep a flow here. Right. <laughs> well, right, how do you right, talk right. In, in such a short time about all these journeys that happened, you know, over time? I think this is great. Well, yeah. Okay. So take us okay. through journeys through the matrix. Okay, the I'll do that. And then we can get together another time and I can talk to you about how I connected with past lives that helped me heal in this current life. We can do that another time. Okay, so my meditations. And this is why I always tell people, meditate, meditate, meditate. Have a practice. Now, it could be five minutes. You could do it while you're walking in nature, doing dishes. Just have a practice where you are in stillness. And you will begin to, to grow and expand your awareness where you can just journey, you know, outside of this 3D world. Um, and that's where it happened for me because I've been meditating for my whole life pretty much. And mm -hmm. so what would happen with each meditation is suddenly I found myself one day in this beautiful temple. And of course, being the curious person I am on this planet, I would say, where am I? What is this? Who is this? <laughs> and I would get an answer. And so the first place I went to, it said, this is the golden temple of knowledge and wisdom. This is your spiritual hub, and you're on the fifth dimension. So in the meditation, I said, okay, great. And then I was shown around, like taking a tour, and I could go into my Akashic records. So there was a room with the records. I could go into a crystal room that had different colors, and I could get a healing. Um, I could talk to my guides, which at that time was uh, Jesus, Michael, the Archangel, and then Years later, uh, Mother Mary came in, Mary Magdalene, um, and uh, St. Germain. And so they always show up. So I call them my five. Uh, and they'll show up in the fifth dimension, my five. Your five. Okay, you're five. Okay. <laughs> and then, five. then there was this council of 12. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, why are you here? Uh, how are you here to assist me? And they said, well, we help you. Uh, as you learn and you grow. So you will have challenges. You, you ask to keep raising your consciousness. So we oversee that part of your life where, and I said, well, could you do me a favor and be gentle so that the lessons are a little gentle, if you will. And so, yeah. So by the way, that's another thing I learned is you can ask. You can ask. So you just pick up a conversation with them when you know yeah. that they're in the room. They yes. say, we're here, Anne. And, yes. And that's how it begins. Or I can invite them in. You know, it, as I'm talking to you, it's interesting, and I'm not quite sure how to explain this, John. You might have some idea, but I can be speaking to you and be fully present with you. It's usually on my left side. There's an awareness I can bring in whoever I choose at this moment, because I bring them into that awareness. 
And then I can speak to you and I can ask them questions. And it's kind of what happened uh, in the mediumship work as well. Um, I'll be speaking to the sitter and that person will just kind of show up and I address them and ask them questions. Um, so it's, it's, it's actually fun, if I may say so. It's fun. What a wonderful gift. What an exciting, exciting, exciting gift. So, Anne, is there anyone who, who you'd like to invite to give us a little message today? Yes, we can do that. Would you like courageous and bold? Would you like me to do that before I take you through the matrix to the other side? Oh, I don't know. Wait. <laughs> I want it all. We can, we can do both. We can do both. Okay. So let, let me let me finish the journey and then we'll come back and and we can end with bringing someone in to speak to us. Perfect. Okay. So so I go to the fifth dimension and then usually I'll stay in a place for a few months or maybe a year and I'll learn some things there, learn some skills. And then all of a sudden I'll be in a meditation and Zoom, I'm show up somewhere else. So after the fifth dimension, uh, I was actually driving at 6 a.m. on the freeway. The th three angels showed up and I'm driving and I'm saying, okay, who are you? Uh, what do you want? We are the three angels and we're here to take you across the Golden Bridge to Sirius. I said, oh, okay, sure. Let were me you pull actually over. on the Golden Gate Bridge? Like this? No, this is <laughs> this is a no. metaphysical. <laughs> they were metaphysical. taking you on a metaphysical, but you were driving. Okay. Yes. So I said, okay. "Hold on, let me pull over." So I pulled <laughs> over, and then I'm having this vision, and I go across this golden bridge, and now I'm on the planet Sirius, and I said, "Okay, what am I doing here?" And they said, "Well, this." was a home that you came from. You came through here. So your group souls are in Sirius. And then um, I met a few other beings that uh, have assisted me and helped me. As a matter of fact, uh, Seth, do you know Seth Speaks? Yes. From the old, okay. So I never yeah. read the books, still haven't. But Seth was on Sirius. And he actually appeared to me a few years ago and gave me a scepter and said, okay, now you're going to channel me. And I said, I've never read the books. I have no idea. He goes, perfect, because this is Set Speaks has returned. And I'm going to address the people uh, as, as it should be for this new shift in consciousness. So he started wow. downloading stuff. Yeah, so I wrote down all the stuff he, uh, and I really didn't do much with it. Because um, I was a little nervous to step out there into the world and say, I'm channeling Seth, you know. Seth <laughs> so, returns, right. Seth returns, right. But anyway, so Seth was there. I met my group souls. Um, and then I spent some time there, got to know everyone, uh, the gifts that they could give me and I could share with them. Um, and then one day I was laying on my Reiki table about to do a meditation. And one of my group soul members showed up he was blue and i said who are you and he goes you know i am your group soul one of your group soul members and i said well why are you walking around my reiki table why do you look so nervous he goes do you know how difficult it is to come down to this density <laughs> so right. 
So he's walking around fascinated with everything around him, you know. Um, but going back to that, I am. So I'm meditating again. And then all of a sudden, this bright light shows up and uh, says, I am the angel of light. And I am here to assist you. And so I said, okay, great. And now he takes me to what he called the 12th dimension. And I said, okay, what am I doing in the 12th dimension? And then this beautiful, I can't describe it, female energy. It was an energy. And I knew it was female. And she said, well, you see that tunnel in front of you? That's where you come in when you're born. That's when you go out, when you die. And I said, okay, I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm going to step back. <laughs> and so she said, well, whenever you're ready, you'll be welcome to go to the other side of the tunnel. So it took me a few times. I would go into the 12th dimension. This beautiful female energy would be there. And then I was ready. And she said, well, if you go through, you have to leave your physical body behind. Only your spirit can journey through this tunnel. And she said, don't worry, I will take care of your physical, the physical aspect of who you are. And uh, I zoomed through this tunnel to the other side, and it was just all wow. energy. It was just all energy. So the first time, it was just energy that I noticed everywhere, and they were all sort of like coming towards me, and I felt just loved and, you know, so then I went back a second and third time. And then by the third time, and I think I may have shared this with you, I was standing there and they were saying all these like things like, okay, so you're an angel of light, blah, blah, blah. And I'm always the doubting Thomas, you know, like, sure, okay. And then I felt this weight almost, even though I was just spirit. And it's like they put on some angel wings on me. And uh, I said, okay, what is this for? And they said, they just kept saying, you're an angel of light. You're here to spread light. And so I've learned to just say, okay, <laughs> no, because normally I would question and question and question. And along those lines, Joan, I just want to share something really quickly. Like these things are happening throughout my whole life and I have nobody to talk to, no one to share with. So I'm like, I'm all alone on this journey. I felt lonely. So I finally found a place in Virginia called the Monroe Institute. Oh, my and, God. I've heard, I have always wanted to go there. Oh, oh okay. So here's, here's how I love how the universe answers your prayers. I'm like, I'm so lonely. What do I do with all this information? Who do I talk to? My bed is shaking at night. Beings are showing up. You know, oh. orbs of light are showing up. Who do I tell this to? They're going to put me away, right? So all of a sudden. See, now that's some... interesting that you thought they would put you away. Okay. That yeah. You're even, even knowing all that stuff, you didn't feel right confident in that. Okay. Absolutely. And, and I didn't know. Yes. Yeah. And I felt, I felt loved and complete when I was in that other world connected. But coming back into the physical realm, and having to deal with all the rules that we have here about this or that or what we should or shouldn't believe, that changed everything. It's like, how do I share this 
whole world that I now have within me that I know exists with people who are looking at you like, uh, sure, okay. So I went to, to uh, the Monroe Institute and I have to share that when I first found them and I called and they said it was X amount of dollars and I said, oh, okay, thank you. I'll have to get back to you. She could sense that I didn't have the money to do it then. Mm -hmm. She called me back five minutes later and said, someone just canceled. Please come. Your fees are covered. And uh, so I called. <laughs> I know. So I called my dad at the time and I said, I'm going to go to Virginia for a week and I'm trying to figure out a flight. Oh, I'm going to pay for your flight. You should go. It sounds like you need to go. Boom. <laughs> anyway. Nice. So, so, when they, so yes. I was there for yes, the week. The universe found the way. Yes. No clocks, no phones, no time. You didn't know what time it was for the whole week. You meditated all day and you came together in the evenings. This one evening, Joan, I, I'm sharing, you know, hesitantly that here's what happened. I was just zooming through this beautiful, wonderful white cloud and feeling amazing and whole. And all of a sudden a wall went up in front of me. And I said, wait a minute, I want to keep going. And a voice said, put on your crown. And I'm arguing with the voice and I'm saying, what crown? And then all of a sudden in my hand, there's a crown, right? And so I said, this crown? Yes, put on your crown. I said, I don't deserve a crown. I sh why would I wear a crown? And the voice said, if you want to keep going, you will put on your crown. And See, so I said, so okay. important. Yes. Yes. Oh, the lessons. The lessons are amazing. So you I put on my crown. And you have to claim yes. who you are. Yes, we all need to do that. When yeah. I put on the crown, the wall crumbled, and I kept just journeying into beautiful, beautiful, loving energy. And I had to share that because I feel like probably some people listening are hesitant, just like I was, and, and still am sometimes. But when you trust, when you trust and you just go with what is coming through you, what is flowing through you, it's just amazing how your life on every level changes. It becomes effortless. You know, and that to me, that was the key thing. I felt like my life, this journey on this 3D planet became more effortless when I trusted, mm -hmm. you know. So, so I, uh, yeah, having going in and out of the matrix, um, I, I am about to write a new book about that, call it, you know, Mapping the Cosmos. And uh, the sign you see behind me, this mandala, it's called mm -hmm. Rising Awareness. <laughs> I and, love that. Well, this was a download, Joan. I had like a two-hour download one day. It was just like boom, boom, boom. And this mandala came to me. And in the center is spirit, source, light. And then I was shown the four quadrants, which is body, mind, emotions, and soul. And you probably know this, Joan, but our soul energy is closer to our earth energy, to the earth energy, and the spirit is higher. It's a lighter energy, right? Um, and mm -hmm. so it showed me, I mean, gave me all the information on how to, to map us while we are journeying on this earth and how to address the four quadrants to come back to wholeness. And then the second part of the book will be mapping the cosmos, uh, journeying out of the matrix. 
So wow, and I can see the classes you're going to teach with Thank that. You. So I think Thank it's very very exciting. So what an exciting journey you have had with all of this. Yes. And, and but I, I have to tell everyone, it sounds like it's taken you many years, over 40 years to actually come out and yes. share, share all of this information. Yes. So, but they're, they're also telling me, well, you know, it's a matter of us as teachers growing into our work as well and feeling comfortable right. with coming out. You know, it reminds right. me when I came out as Joan of Angels, it took me a long time to understand sure what that's about. So, right. but I love seeing you in that little mandala of yours oh, and, and thank you. the radiance coming out. So is there anything else about that experience you want to share with us? Well, so something new that has happened in the last oh, three months or so that I'm sharing for the first time. So I teach um, uh, a uh, walking guided meditation, mindfulness walk, guided meditation at UCLA Retreat Center. And uh, wow. so it's like, yeah, so it's like doctors, lawyers, people who have graduated from UCLA, and it's it's a place where they can all come to. And so they invited me to start doing this meditation, and it went so amazing that now I go there every week uh, and I teach there. But here's what happened, Joan, was sitting under a 200-year-old oak tree, and I'm about to guide them in meditation. And I usually close my eyes when I'm working with people, right? So all of a sudden, 10 angels show up. And I actually wanted to ask you what you think that means. So 10 angels show up, and I'm talking to them, guiding them through. And, I, and I'm saying, why are you here? What is this about? And they said, we're here to assist you whenever you work. And they went around to all the people and it was like they touched them in their heart center. And when I brought them out of that meditation, they didn't talk for five minutes. They were in this beautiful, wonderful space. So then I got became more familiar with the 10 angels. And I said, okay, are you going to help me when I'm life coaching my clients online? And sure, just, just invite us in. We're here. So the number 10 was what was important. They kept saying, we are the 10 angels. And I would say, are you 12? Are you nine? No, we're the 10 angels. Does that mean anything to you? Well, you know, the number 10 itself is all about new beginnings, stepping into mm -hmm. your power, and a spiritual wow. gift when you complete that. A, a spiritual, anything that ends in a zero is a spiritual promise, should you mm -hmm. do that. So should you yes. walk the path of light and walk the destiny you've been given. It's also creativity. It's also leadership. I think actually mm -hmm. they said it will take 10 of them to give you the confidence you need to actually come out and do this all. <laughs> right. I just heard that too. It's like, well, you know, yeah. she, needs, she yeah. needs a whole team to feel yeah. really secure and comforted and that you're going to be yeah. safe in all things that you do. So right. 10, now, Tina, uh, Tina, if you have a, an answer, feel free to put it in the comments. She's she's our little resource back there. Wonderful. Uh, yeah, so very, very beautiful. So now you're doing the walking tours at UCLA. Now you teach, right? You have private clients? Yes, I do. And, and that's one of the reasons why I 
held back on coming out with, you know, all the spiritual stuff in these journeys, because for years I've been, um, I'm a clinical hypnotherapist and I've been doing life coaching for years, for almost 30 years. And it's, it's almost like a different group of people. They want me to talk about their beliefs, the power of the mind, which all of that is so key and so important, right? So I, I try to keep things separate, but now- Forget when, it. When I think of when I think of clinical hypnotherapist, or when I thought about being one, it's like, oh my God! Think of all the past life regressions I could do. I could yes. take people on the ships. I could take them out yes. of their body. So right. actually, I probably now that I realize, I would never have been traditional. But you're saying <laughs> you were really walking a traditional path. Yes. And now suddenly, this new information, which would attract new clients for you. And a whole new way of being as you reveal who you are. So oh. um, do one of your guides have a message? Yes. What were you going to say? No, I just wanted to share really quickly. It just like came in. So I feel like my journey has always been, again, about the four quadrants download. So having the background in clinical hypnotherapy, life coaching, there are people who need that help just to be grounded and be here and, and walk their path and move through their challenges here, right? And then there are others... I have to help them on different levels. So I realized just now I was given all of that experience in all four quadrants. So when someone shows up, I know which which quadrant to work with them. Maybe all four, maybe one or two, right? They're all important, body, mind, soul, right? So um, so it's all, it's all been a wonderful gift. Um, so actually, who had showed up even before we talked about that was the 10 angels. Ah, they were like, we're here. <laughs> they want to talk to Joan of Angels. So what do they we're want to tell us? That's exciting. So, okay, so we basically, have a few more minutes. yeah. So they're saying that they're not just here to assist me and to help me, but anyone who is ready to walk their path, anyone who's ready to trust and to be a light in this world, which is so needed right now, Oh, yeah, they keep showing me this light. So anyone who's ready to shine their light in whatever way they can, it doesn't have to be, you know, write a book or, or be world famous. It could be on a small level, like smiling at someone, saying hello to someone who's sad, you know, just on a daily basis. What they're here and they will show up whenever anyone opens that door. Nice. Nice. So they're here with us now. Yes. And they're inviting everyone who's watching now or who will watch in the future, including me and Tina Marie, that we can we can call them in and they're ready to walk with us and help us yes. kind of align our body, mind and spirit to do what we came here to do. Yes. I love that. I love that. And, Anything else? And by, the way, they, by the way, they want, as you know, Joan, these angels, when they show up, they want us to uh, use them. Maybe is not a, a good word, but they want uh, to help. They want us to, to, to tap into them. Yes, because they, they know that if we tap into them, more of what we're asking for will come true. We're, we're, we're kind of stretching out this 3D limitation to right. where there are no restrictions, where everything Absolutely. is possible. That's the world of miracles. To me, is the world where everything is possible. Yes, And when I step away from the 3D into that realm, it is possible. Miracles happen. Right. 
the speed of light. Yes. Just like having you on the show just happened uh, organically like that. And meeting yes, you, Anne, has been really wonderful. I love that message. Is there any other message that you might have for us at this moment? Anything else we haven't talked well, about that you can share? I'm, I'm just going to go with the first thing that came into my mind, because obviously that's what I'm meant to share. You know, at the very end of my book, I said something that I think is so important. Whether you were born with your hand in cow dung or silver spoon in your mouth, you matter. You are important. Wow. I just love that. And that is so true because they don't care, you know, mm -hmm. and, and it reflects to me also that you did say you were brought up, you know, without all this privilege that we have in America, without yes. running water and, and, and yet your experiences were so extraordinary and you right. walk with master teachers yes. and they don't care where you came from. And Absolutely. most likely where you came from, you know, it was probably easier for you to actually connect and become who you are yes. within that community. So I, I actually can feel that resonance for you. And yeah. I feel that in a way you're now balancing East and West. So you I, came from the East to the yes. West. You took those skills and sort of became a Western kind of practitioner, but now here you are coming back and bringing them both together Yes. And, and for the Western people, you know, for our way of thinking, you are an amazing bridge, actually, mm -hmm. as, you know, going back to that golden bridge that you saw yourself as being. But I kind of see you as a bridge for us who are brought up in a more traditional way to be able to right. walk that bridge with you. Right. That is astounding. Now, do you do do you do readings? For, like, I know that you're a life coach and. Yes. But do you do readings? Do you share this work, this work that you're yes. just sharing with us that's new? Are you willing yes. to share that with anyone in the audience? Are you like, what are you offering? Now Absolutely. So I, I have I have done it for friends and people who I know, you know, have come to me and said, hey, would you do a, a, a sitting, a mediumship, you know, uh, group with me? So I've had some groups online. I've taught people how to develop their intuition. Uh, I've done some channeling. So I have a couple of uh, shows that I did uh, some channeling on. Uh, one of them, I channeled uh, Christ Consciousness, and one I channeled uh, Seth. Uh, so Seth got a chance to come through like he wanted to. Um, and as I am working with people, and I believe I have all of that on my YouTube channel. Uh, and what is your YouTube channel? It is uh, Wisdom Talks with Yasmin Ann. Got it. Okay, we'll post it. Wisdom Talks with Yasmin Ann, yes. So Good. right now I have clients, uh, John, that I am doing, you know, I call it life coaching, but really when people show up, it's not, you know, one tool fits, you know, everyone, right? So when someone shows up, I listen to what they have to say and then I intuitively find the right tool. So I might take someone through the matrix, you know, on a journey to help them find what they're looking for. Or I might simply say, okay, get out of your mind. We need to change some of those old beliefs. You know, I might work with them on the 3D level. So it just depends. Uh, the great thing is having the ability to intuit 
the person when they show up. You know what I'm talking about. You do the Got it. Thing. Okay. So, <laughs> and how would they book an appointment with you? So they can actually uh, email me at ionsann at gmail. Um, I like connecting with people directly instead of going to some calendar somewhere else. Um, so they can email me and I will respond. Lovely. All right. So I just love this. And, you know, rising awareness kind of works because you're growing and you're, and yes. you're ever growing and raising your vibrational frequency. You know, I love these 10 angels. I feel like, oh, maybe they're right here with me too. I'm going to invite them into my consciousness to work directly. Mm -hmm. We can use some help here in the sanctuary as we get ready to leave. Yeah. So, and Anne, I've just, I've loved meeting you. I love meeting you up at the church, up, up at the Center for Spiritual Living in Yucca. If any of you are in the Joshua Tree Yucca Valley area, you can find her there on Sundays, right? You come out yeah. and you can reach out to her. And, you know, I have a wonderful group of people who are with us and many of them do like to travel. Many of them consider themselves light workers or light workers in training, star seeds, etc. So you have everything. You have your Syrian background, you know, your extraterrestrial energies and your light worker ones too. I just love you. I'm so I'm so delighted that that you chose to come out today and share you. who you are. Thank you. Uh, I have been told that those of us, you know, many of us who've done this work in other lifetimes and have been afraid to come out, partly because we lost our lives in those lifetimes for being a clairvoyant, for oh. being a medium, or for speaking that you're walking yes. with Jesus. You could have lost your life in any of those lifetimes. But I have By been reassured. I apologize. Not huh? No, I'm, I'm so sorry. You reminded me of something that I had experiences of each lifetime where. I had my head cut off. I had I was punished. My bones were broken. I was put in the ground. Um, so I've seen the lifetimes where, and it made sense as to why I was so afraid to come right. forward. And me too. I, you know, speaking with the gods, well, the king didn't like it if you spoke directly to the gods, or you right. know, the church didn't like it. And but but what I'm what I'm reminded of is we have that cell memory. And yes. for many people, it's almost like having a, a plug in your throat chakra. You know, it's like, oh, my God. So it's taken. And, and even for me, it's taken all these years for me to come out as Joan of Angels. So for all of you mm -hmm. out there, understand that your journey is a process. You know, it'd be nice if you were born and, you know, when you're 10 or 20, you go, oh, yes, this is me. And, you know, <laughs> there you are. But. But it takes time to really regain those skills that you've had in the other lifetimes and to regain those memories of why you're here. And guys, so I want you to reach out to Anne, connect with her. She will help you in all the things. And also, what is the name of your book? My book is sure. called, uh, let me see if I can, no, I can't show it to you. It won't work with the background. So it's called Moonlight. And then it's apostrophe P-O-N. And then it's, it's Wired, W-I-R-E. And uh, it's Moonlight Pun Wire because uh, how I came up with the title growing up. Is in it the by Yasmin or is it? By Yasmin and Fernandez. Okay, yes. And they so can buy it directly website. from me or they can get it on. Oh, on so Amazon. it's on your website. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. I was just going to say about the pun. Say? 
it was a slang we had in the village. The first time we ever had a street light, all the villagers came out and said, look, moonlight pond wire. <laughs> That's where the Oh, came. moonlight on wire. Oh my God, <laughs> moonlight pond wire. Holy moly. What a good ending to leave us with, Anne. I adore you. So thank I just you. want to say thank you for being on the show. We're thank very you, Joan. Grateful. And thank and you all who are listening. Time. All yes. right. All right, guys. Was she amazing or was she not? That was just delightful. I hope you reach out to her. Definitely go check out the website. And, you know, I feel like you ought, we all ought to be calling in those 10 angels to hold us, to work with us, and to help us, you know, raise our own vibrational frequency. So I hope you enjoyed today. Uh, I'm Joan of Angels. You can check me out at www.joanofangels.com as an intuitive and a soul awakening guide. Please like, subscribe, and share with your friends if you're new to the channel. And as always, step into the miraculous. We were born for this, friends. We'll see you all next time. So stay miraculous and do. I've always helped people remember who they are and feel into their power, feel into what their gifts and their skills are. I've really helped people let go of what no longer serves them and transform that into fuel for their mastery, for, for them to shift their life into the positive. The magic happens when you can hear your heart sing, literally hear your heart sing. I just want you to know you were born for this, that you have everything you need to really do you this lifetime. So let's get started. Let's make magic together. Sweet. You've been stepping into the miraculous with Joan of Angels. We will see you all next time. Take care.